Alan Mead is a dentist with too much time on his hands and too much recording equipment in his basement. Armed with an obsession to bring entertaining and informative content to the dental world in a way that's never been done before, I give you the Alan Mead Experience. Well, hello and welcome to the Alan Mead Experience. Uh, my name is Alan Mead. I'm your host. I'm a dentist, podcaster, and a convention goer. And uh, this is the first time I've ever done this live. It's kind of crazy, actually. Um, really, really enjoying it. I'm, I'm in Las Vegas, live from the Dentsply Serona World 2017. Uh, my co-host today is Dr. Flash Davies. Flash, how are you doing? Doing wonderful. I, I, I'm just now uh, aware of it that this is live. It is live. That's great. And uh, although it's easy to edit, but we would never do that because why would we bother? So uh, the Allen Mead Experience is brought to you today and always by uh, Premier Dental Products, which is funny to be talking about that in the middle of Densply Serona world. But I do have a connection. So uh, Dr. Neil Patel did a surgery yesterday. Do you remember that? Oh, I do. It was, it was wonderful. So, so he did, like, he did a, uh, over four, four separate like segments. He uh, took out a tooth, grafted the spot, put, the, put a, uh, an implant in there, and... Uh, it was freaking nuts. It was really cool. He did this all live on camera. Balls of steel, let's be honest. I mean, that's like, that's, I, I told someone earlier that I probably wouldn't give, like, a buckle infiltration in front of 8,000 people, much less do the entire procedure. So, no. super impressed. But one thing that I noticed that he was using uh, was, did you see the retractor, the white retractor that he had there? I did. That is a premier ComfortView lip and cheek retractor. And they are really, really good. Even Neil Patel was using one. He could have used other brands, I'm quite sure, but he chose that because it's awesome. I have a bunch of them in my office. If you haven't used one, you should try one. They're very, very cool. I, uh, I would like to try one. I actually like Premier products. Yeah. I, are they actually here? They're not. Okay. I, <laughs> so well, this is sli- I will stop looking for it's, them then. It's slightly <laughs> awkward to be talking about, but yet they are, they are supporting the show, and I just thought it was interesting that like, I was able to pick, the, pick their products out uh, in the surgery, and I mean, it really does. What he's doing, he wanted to attract the lip and cheek so we could see his surgery. And lo and behold, that's what he, he had an ice light in there too at the same time. Oh. So it was it was pretty cool what they had going. So uh, I'm pretty sure he didn't pay for any of that stuff. I'm pretty sure he didn't. But Premier, thank you for supporting the the show and uh, really appreciate it. Now another thing we need to talk about, another thing we need to plug on this show is the uh, Voices of Dentistry 2018 Flash. It's it's nice that you're here to talk about that a little because you were at the inaugural Voices Dentistry meeting in 2017. I was, and it was a blast. I would, I'm would i not really a podcaster, but I do listen to quite a few podcasts, and it was because of uh, the Dental Hacks Nation that I did go, and, and just it was just a lot of fun even for the non-podcasting people. Yeah. It's it's sort of misnamed because it's not, it isn't really for podcasters. Podcasters benefit greatly being there, but let's be honest, it's for people who listen to podcasts. But... You know, the meeting was, I've said, told this story a gazillion times, but I didn't know what it was going to be like. when I, I'm literally driving down to Nashville, 10-hour drive from where I live, thinking to myself, what's this meeting going to be like? I had 10 hours to think of how we were going to fall on our faces. And lo and behold, it turned out to be like probably the best experience in any kind of dental meeting I've ever been to in my entire life, enough so that we did it again. But someone, you came in, what were you expecting? Um, well, part of it was just me wanting to... Uh get away from work but sure. it, it turned out to be wonderful i had never been to nashville before uh just needed to get away from things and it turned out to be a wonderful experience just seeing all these people i'd listened to on podcasts mm-hmm. 
and you know it, it was just awesome i hadn't seen uh justin moody in a while uh I, it was nice to actually see you live it, i'd heard you many times but to actually meet you was different well so. and to meet all the people that that have supported us you know oh yeah bothering to listen to the show i'm like oh my gosh and the other thing just you know i'm eating in your ear this is a i think this is an alameda experience first where oh, i'm no. actually eating carrots <laughs> in my in their ear so wait wait i do have to say this uh we're at a very prestigious seminar here and uh they are serving hot dogs tonight. Uh, they I, are all beef, but they are hot dogs, agreed. which I was not expecting. I was going to say, and, and uh, they have uh, carrot sticks and celery with a little ranch container. It's they're it's a wonderful they're, presentation. They're heavy apps. They're heavy apps. It's not. It ain't filet mignon, but you know I'll take it, right? <laughs> so I will say, the voice of dentistry did this too. I like meetings that involve food. With a reception so that you can actually mingle with the exhibitors. My guess is that the it'd be interesting to talk to the exhibitors about that. Like is that something is that good for them? Or are people just I mean, they put the food right in front of the exhibitors, so you, you kinda of have to be there. Like you can't really avoid eye contact with them. Now that I think about it, this is a first for me. I've never seen food near the presenters or the uh, exhibitors. We had it a little bit at the voice of dentistry, but it was you could you could be a little bit away from them. Mm-hmm. I think twenty eighteen The uh, only the only food I saw was the Fireball shots. Yeah, I was going to say, wasn't a lot of, <laughs> some folks, there wasn't a lot of food. The food was really good at the Voice of Dentistry, but some people didn't really notice the food very much. And uh, Moody claims that his setup last year is going to pale in comparison to, to 2018. He's essentially told all the hosts to not even bother trying, that he's already won. So, Oh, God. That's a guy that'll, that'll spend money uh, on things that I might not spend money on, just saying. That's all right. Like, didn't I, he have he had like a pyramid of shot glasses uh, with with his logo on it? Oh yeah, he was giving away. He couldn't oh, yeah. give away fast oh, enough. Yeah. Oh my God! And look uh, at this! <laughs> look at this! Okay, sit down, Craig. Part of the yeah, breakfast now club. You're, now Here, you're sit, in. sit down right over there. <laughs> so uh, this is actually a live recording of the Alameda Experience. We have our our third. Uh, oh, you know what? I might have to. Let me see if I can bring you in here. There we go. Okay, I'm How are we doing? Oh, I oh, can hear myself. That. Nice. There you are. All right. Dr. Craig Harder, another uh, loyal member of the Dental Hacks Nation. Absolutely. And uh, he is he's also, uh, we are doing, we're literally talking about food and beverage at dental meetings. We were talking about the Voice of Dentistry meeting. Yes. Craig also went to the Voice of Dentistry. Which uh, was a great time, and everybody needs to go again here in January. Exactly. Well, well, actually, you know what? what we were saying. I think the food was better there. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. We did not and, have hot dogs. And the beer Wait, was who's, cheaper. Who's that right? Uh, $10.50 for Estella ah, here welcome today. To, so. Welcome to Las Vegas, my <laughs> yes. friend. Oh my I'll God. step out to Walgreens after this <laughs> and get one for $3. I know, exactly. So, you almost have to. So we were talking about the Voices of Dentistry meeting, and, of course, I uh, we didn't know what to expect. It really turned out well. It was, you know what's really funny? There was a certain amount of authenticity and a certain amount of just organic cool stuff that happened we did have speakers and we had a speaker lineup but like the action was really in the the podcast lounge in a lot of cases so in 2018 i can assure you the podcast lounge is much bigger mm-hmm. uh much more room i think all the podcasters that are going to come understand what it's about now in other words i don't know that many of them came thinking they would be recording content i think all of them will probably i, yeah. I think it's going to turn into a pissing contest probably yeah. i know can i, know, I, can I like, say that on here yes absolutely okay. there will be fights in the hallways to see who gets the next guest that well, just came yeah. off the stage yeah huh? and like we were just talking who was i talking to he was talking to who ten he'd never heard of it i'm thinking he might get but uh man there's um what's cool is even if they're not presenting 
this could be the best meeting ever for people who normally present a lot that don't want to come and do that. But they'll get interviewed by every podcaster that can <laughs> grab them, right? I mean, like, that's, that was kind of my concept, too. Like, it's not just about the presenters. It's about, you know, being yeah. able to be on podcasts and stuff like that. A way to sandbag a bunch of podcasts at one time, well, probably. And, and Seriously, you, 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 you build up some content. Take a month off, you know what I'm saying? Tom Larkin oh, yeah. was a great one for <laughs> oh, that, God, though. Yeah. And we just, we just know, beat those Everybody guys to death. Uh, awesome. wanted him, and, yeah. and afterwards he had a... They'll tell you first off that he had an awesome time and can't wait to be there They're coming back, yeah. And loving that they can spread the word through a little different medium than they have been. Well, and it is. Okay, so let's let's just talk about that for fun because I always love talking about podcasts. But it is a weird, like, like, if I were in dental school, I would have loved this movie. Oh, my gosh. I would have been all over it if there was such a thing when I was in dental school. Well, I'll tell you my quick story. So I went through a really bad time in my life. My daughter got diagnosed with cystic fibrosis. The economy was crap. My practice was going in the hole. And finally, one day, my wife shook me and said, you got to snap out of this and got to get going. So what I did, I, I literally started listening to podcasts while I was working on my office. And so I was, I had fired my landscaper. I couldn't afford him anymore. I was doing my lawn. I was wow, doing yeah. everything just to try and survive for a while. And I started listening to Gary Takis. And I started listening to Mark Casas. And Lance Timmerman tells me about yours. And, and I truly... Not that there was one thing that all of a sudden picked me up out of that, but it got me very interested again in dentistry, got me thinking about the things that I wanted to do, focused me a lot on getting back myself into the professional world of being good at what I do and wanting to do it. So That's very cool. That's awesome. It is funny how it can, how it can, um, it can involve you, and it, it actually makes – there's a certain efficiency to podcasts because – you're taking content in at a time that you normally like. You wouldn't be able to read if you're driving back and forth to work or working yeah. on your landscaping. That's I mean or I mow. Some, I mow some of us don't actually read. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, I'm not a strong reader. I yeah, my eyes. You know. As a, <laughs> so, uh, but, but I mean, I, I listen to I listen to podcasts and audiobooks. To be fair, I've been listening to audiobooks since I was in college. You know, uh, all the time. So I think it's a super efficient way to bring information into your brain. Yeah. But but it is. It's cool. It's kind of cool that you can get a shot in the arm from it too. You know. And Voice of Dentistry is great because you actually get to meet these real people who are creating right. this content. It's, uh, I think none of us are, are particularly, uh, I think we're mostly pretty down to earth, actually. Oh, it is. It, it actually got me off this little dental island that I thought I was on all, this, all these years. And I thought I was the only one that had these problems. And that's probably the reason I started listening to podcasts, just to listen to you guys moan and gripe about all the same stuff that I do almost on a daily basis. I don't know. Sometimes I wonder how healthy it is that Jason and I talk about how terrible we do sometimes. <laughs> but the reality is, it's not, I think we, oh, no. we both really like it. Don't but stop. It's, yeah. We both really like it, but sometimes, like, the frustrations, it's nice to it's nice to share that with people that understand yeah. it, you know? This, well, you can't, this you is can't the talk cheap, to your wife about it. They don't, no, she's no. not going to understand it's that. It's the cheapest form of psychology you can make. Yeah, yeah it is. It is. And, and from afar, some of those folks that we've seen lecture and, and all that who are out there, and then they've they're talking about the same things. It kind of puts it all in perspective for you a little bit better, and you don't quite feel like the biggest loser in town. And I agree. <laughs> I think I think here's something about podcasts that I really like. We've gotten some people on who, in their lectures and stuff, they come off as pretty stiff. Maybe they come off as a little bit unapproachable. They come off. Uh, I think I think one of the things Jason and I do sometimes it takes them a little while to warm up, but. Like all of a sudden they realize we're not gonna we're not gonna throw them under the bus. We're here to we'd like to hear. So sometimes I think, particularly on our show, I think we get to some stuff that people don't normally talk about. Like I feel like we've seen a side of Dave Clark that he doesn't show. Mind you, he is when you take his courses in person, he is pretty crazy. He's pretty awesome that way. But when I first saw him lecture, he, he's 
he's a bit of a zealot about what he does, yeah. and so he comes off as a little intense. He's he's not like that in person when you get to know him, but I think our podcast showed that. Um, God, Scott Gans. I don't know if you guys remember oh, yeah. that. Scott yep. warmed up. I, I wish we'd have done another half an hour because yeah. he didn't realize what we were doing, and then he really warmed up. I think yep. he, he's the best example of that. But, like, Jamison Spencer didn't know what was going to happen. He really liked it. He really liked it. And he's going to be speaking at the Voice of Dentistry 2018. I would oh say that's a big get. Yep, Maybe the sure. biggest. I mean, that's huge. <laughs> I can't wait to meet him in person. So we, we've got a lot of uh, – uh, I can say who's going to be there. Let's think. Who are some of the big names? we got uh, Moody, um, Mark Costas, and Jason and I are the hosts this year. Uh, we've got Jameson Spencer's a big one. We've got a lot of podcasters coming. I have to. I have my computer right here. I can tell you who's here. It's right in front of me. So we've got. Um, no wait. Since we're sitting at uh, T Bone's booth, yeah. Will, will he be making <laughs> Interestingly, it back? Interestingly, no. Guess what? Well, we, of we course, gotta, we, we, we got to go to a different booth. Oh, now. I know. I know. <laughs> this seems he, very weird. He did not kick us out, but he's got. He's going to be at the Yankee at the same uh-huh. time. Like Serona is doing a big. Serona is doing a huge program at the Yankee. So anyone Serona based is probably not going to be there. Um, like, I'd love to have he and Aaron there, but I just, it's just not going to happen. But Okay, so we've got Jameson, we've got Gary Takis, the Bulletproof Dental guys, Mark Costas, the, uh, Justin Moody, Brady Frank is going to be back, uh, Dave Maloli, Don Kulingowski, oh. and Suzanne Robinson. That's, like, my favorite. I brought those guys yeah. in. And they're going to basically, if you've been in that mindfulness group at all, uh-huh. it, that's, it's going to be that live and in person. They're so excited. Oh, my gosh. They're already, their program's already put together. I'm very excited for them. Uh, you know, the I Dem- must say, I don't know them but i do know that i am ready for some great four-letter words when i hear those yeah, podcasts you know right <laughs> i gotta and, tell and, you and they're used well, appropriately of yes. course one of my early favorite parts of when you started the podcast was uh having the brain trust and uh with don and melissa yep, on yep. those two um bring in a fantastic perspective they and do. are hilarious they do and can put up with the boys yeah. as good as anyone and, well you uh, know there's uh, dental podcasting is a bit of a sausage party yeah uh, we, th- I think we try and we we have lots of women on the show in one way or another, but it's it's sort of a lot, just like all podcasting is a lot of men. But uh, interestingly, we will have Anissa Holmes back, oh, good. so she's going to be there. She so she brings uh, George Hariri. He's from he's Richard Lowe's second in command over at the Shared Practice. He's a dental student, actually in Arizona. Uh, he's so he's got some. Andrew and Michelle are going to be back. Pre- Michelle's not a hundred percent sure, but Andrew's definitely going to be there. Uh, the nifty thrifty guys are going to be there, so mm-hmm. it's it's a lot of podcasters you've heard of. Uh, it's, it's exciting. I'm excited. We got a really cool lineup. If you listen to any podcast at all, you're going to love all this yeah. stuff. So, and it's what's the January 26th, 27th in Scottsdale, Arizona, at the Double Tree Resort. Great so, location. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, okay, so this is going to be released on Monday, the 18th. I believe that is the last day to yeah. get. And if it's not, if you go on the 18th and they say that you can't get the $300 off, I'm going to make sure that you can just because you listen to this show. So they're closing it on the 18th. Get in there and get your ticket if you haven't already. You save 300 bucks. Please. Uh, VoiceofDentistry.com. Just so do, do it. Do it. Yep. Don't disappoint Alan. He, I know. He's, he's very sensitive. He's, he's we had breakfast with him this morning. He was pleading he, he, he to was us. Not, he would not soft. stop talking about it. Yeah. it was, he's, he's, teeter, so, he's teetering on the edge. <laughs> so this meeting is, is uh, nothing short of a spectacle. 8,000 people Plus, uh, I mean, in uh, Densply Serona puts on quite a party. Um, they so today was Simon Sinek. You guys watch him? I did. I did. Yeah, yeah. I liked him. I don't usually get into that rah rah stuff right, that much, right. but I really liked him. He was very good. Uh, I, I literally followed him pretty much the whole time. Yeah. Did you? You guys saw Frank and Greg Kinsa Frank? 
Yeah, yeah. Yes. I, it again showed me that I am yeah, uh, full notch down from uh, where. Don't I you just be. love how 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 he said oh, I should I should have veneered the should have yeah. veneered number eight. I'm like it's perfect. You yeah, couldn't I, even see I, that I, it, was, it, was it was not perfect. And he's like, well, I probably get at a better result. I'm like, what? Oh my god! I, I so, wouldn't even know how to approach patients about <laughs> presenting what. I'm envisioning how to fix I know, their, I know. their problems. It is. I mean, it was really fun. It was really fun to watch. And I, I look at it. I'm like, this is what Kent. I mean, this, this is the the possibilities that are there. I really, actually, though, I enjoyed it. I, I was I was thinking it was just going to be snobbish. It was just really interesting. It's oh, yeah. not necessarily stuff I'm going to do in my office, right. but it's really cool. No, that it, was it was there. very educational, and it was. Here's some things to think about. They weren't pushing that this is how you have to do it. It was simple. Here's some things to think about yeah. with all these problems that we have yeah. and we see it. Flash some point. has three auto transplantation cases on Monday. <laughs> of course. He just he just, he just I, I chuck him over premolars and shoving him yeah. in sockets. I, I like it. I had to Google I had to Google several words in I know. Just because I, I was like, I didn't even know that was a word. Why or, uh, <laughs> but the, he they're they're taking teeth out from the lower premolars and yeah. putting them in the upper anteriors and I'm like Okay, I've been doing this podcasting thing for some years. I was on Dental Town since 2002. I thought, I, I mean, I don't know how to do this stuff, but I'm like, I, I've probably heard about everything. I never heard of such a thing. Well, I didn't even know it. I, I didn't know those words such a, as a decornalization. Decornalization. I was like, I was, that's, oh, are you that's, kidding me? I do that almost I thought that was just called cut, the, cut the top of the tooth off and let it grow over. Yeah. That's you just keep it a little bit higher, Alan. Yeah. Now you know you just got to yeah. lower it just down. Just a little lower, so. and, and I could, uh, there's probably a <laughs> you code You were so close. I was going to say, there's probably a code So close. Partially eruption. No, no partially The whole time, I was turning amazed. lemons into lemonade on <laughs> that deal. Yeah. Some people say it's a broken tooth and a horrible tragedy. I call it a decoronation. Yes. It's perfect. I was amazed by I'm the presentation. Bone. <laughs> all I could, all I could think about was how much time and money was involved in those. I know. Well, I mean, and they just showed me the cool slides. Okay, so so here's my thing. I'm like, first off, I said this. I said this. I'm like, I could be brilliant too if. If uh, if money was no. no object, and then I realized, no, I couldn't. <laughs> no. I, I actually, there's no way I would actually think I, of know, ever I, doing that. I mean, what a cool thing that they. I mean, clearly, this kind of you just can't. There's not enough money in the yeah. world, but yet the stuff they were doing was so amazing. Yeah, so amazing. So, Alan, do you ever get the same thing that I do? And maybe it's just me, but you're you're cruising along and you're you're starting to think you're pretty smart, and then you realize that. God, I am pulling the wool over a whole lot of people's eyes, and I sure as heck hope they don't figure me out. Yeah, I mean, like almost <laughs> constantly, almost constantly. I think my team thinks I'm a pretty good dentist. Yeah, oh. they, they, they <laughs> never, they, they've never seen. I'm Frank only Spear. laughing because he's laughing. I mean, <laughs> they never seen Frank Spear and Greg Kinzer. They never, you know, like, like, yeah, it is. I, I'm glad they don't know everything. Yeah, like I don't know everything. I don't know much, but I know just enough more than they do that they're still somewhat impressed with me. I think his suit probably would cost more than one of my well, offers. <laughs> sure it did, but I mean, I, it was real, I thought that was really fun. I thought that was, I mean, I was, I was, I had seen Spear in the past. I've seen some of this higher end stuff, and I, I really remember today reminding me of I, the very first CE I ever took out of dental school was Frank Spear. Oh, the, wow. At the Vetter Society up north in Michigan, and um, it, it was the facially generated treatment plan, which is literally the classic yeah. Frank Spear. Um, I, it was 1997, September. I mean, literally, I had just gotten home from Minnesota. I, I didn't have my license yet. Like, my license was still in the mail. I had never <laughs> seen a patient on my own license. And I go to a CE event, and it's freaking Frank Spear. I'm like, oh, so this is what dentists do. Like, he's showing all this, yeah. all this <laughs> dental porn and stuff like that. So, and I remember just the absolute awe that I And then and the, uh, followed up next year. The, ne- the year after that was a guy named Bruce Crispin, who was okay. Eh. 
year after that, a guy by the name you may have heard of him, John Coys. I'm like, never heard of him. Yeah. So I've seen these. I saw these guys early on in my career, and um, although I must not have taken it to heart because I'm still doing what I do now, <laughs> but but I mean, I've I've seen some really good stuff. But today reminded me of how how much how much awe I was in when I saw those things. It's fun to know what can be done, even yep. if you can't yep. do it. You know, so. so. My first uh, course out of school, I was a month out of school, and David Hornbrook comes to town. And uh, Empress had just come out. And so he's showing all these beautiful veneer cases, and I thought, I can do that. Yeah. Uh, my sister-in-law had really bad tetracycline staining. Okay. And so I convinced her that, hey, I can fix that. I went to this course. And yeah. So uh, I did six uh, Empress veneers, and, of course, I didn't temporize them. Because uh, that's what I was told in dental school. You just yeah. you don't need to. They, you just yeah. prep them, and, and it's not very. Be, well, they didn't yeah. show that slide. At the no, yeah. they didn't. David never talked <laughs> so, about that. Yeah, that yeah. I recall. He left. A few, he, left a few he didn't say out. how yeah. to do that. Yeah. And yeah, so I spent um, about every other day on the phone reassuring her it was going to be okay. It won't hurt this bad when. Yeah, yeah. and then only to put on. Um, these veneers that were totally see-through so the tetracycline was still showing through and it was only on the front six so now she looks like a horse oh my gosh yep so how did that turn out in the end what um you know i divorced her uh, sister-in-law and everything was fine perfect never never work on family honestly that i was gonna say that's well you know okay so my wife um my wife has sort of chipped up uh upper incisors doesn't bother her that much it really doesn't bother me that much either but i always think to myself you know I'm a good dentist. I could do this. I, I've multiple times thought to myself, that's a BioClear case if there ever was one. And, and then I come to my senses. I'm like, for better or for worse, I have to look at that yeah. for the rest of my life, and she's going to remember it. Uh, so, yeah, I haven't done anything. I, for years I thought, this should be a perfect veneer case. That'll, that'll be the most expensive case you do. I know. And, 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 and frankly, I don't know that. She's not picky. She's not picky. I'll say that. she's not. She wouldn't be someone who's like, eh, but but I mean. Um, I don't want to do that to her. And she doesn't want it either. That's the other thing. She's not going. I re- if she said, I wish you could do something about this, we might talk about it. But it's, she's never said a thing. It's only me. That's the wrong person to do, by the yeah. way. That's, yeah. I, honestly, I love Dawn's line a few, a few episodes back. She said, I don't do dentures for anyone unless they're begging me. Unless yeah. they're, like, like, not, not like, not like, no, I want to do a denture. No, no, no. You have to beg me because that's how much you're going to hate it. Yeah. And I honest to God think in some of these cosmetic cases, that's what it would take. I, and, well, the other- as, as a guy now who's been out around close to 20 years, mm-hmm. have you figured out that really those cases that you just were in awe of and you thought, oh, I'd love to be doing those, you figured out that you really don't want to be doing no. many of those? Because, I, even uh, wonder if, I even wonder if those guys make money on yeah. those cases because I think a lot of times they do those cases as an academic exercise um, and they're probably not even paying for them. I tra- I'm running a blank on the guys uh, from Florida that you were uh, that were on your podcast talking about how they used to do smile designs and now they don't much at all. Who's that? Uh, oh, I lose like linings in my stomach. Oh, from cases oh, like that. oh, yeah. Um, Mar- Margis and, and and Rob Ritter. Yeah, they like doing single unit crowns. Yeah. I'm like, yes, I'm glad someone says yeah. it. Well, because you kind of feel like you should be doing. As a good dentist, I should be doing full arch. Oh, my gosh. If you were doing that all the time, if right. that's all you were doing, you could do it profitably because you wouldn't run into the same stupid issues every time, right? But it, just like anything, if you don't do it very often, you kind of have to relearn if as you If you're go. having to pull out the manuals to check yes. things out again, you're yes. not doing it's, yourself any favors. No, but the, and I, I'm convinced that reps are everything. Yep. And it's not easy to get reps when, when the kind of treatment you're talking about is that expensive. Yep. I mean, around me... That's a one in a career kind of thing, or one or two in a career. I don't, I don't need to do that. I need to send that to someone who does that more often. A, it'll be more profitable for them, less heartache for me. My ego says I want to do that, but I'm, that's not what I do on a regular basis. So I just need to be able to give that up. 
I and there's times when I still go, if I could just get the training, this is what I should be doing. I'm like, no, I mean, maybe, but I don't know that I can do that where I am. Do you guys ever get that where you feel like you should be doing something that you're not? Absolutely, and today's the perfect example of going through all the, seeing the 3D stuff and uh, thinking, being guilted into thinking that I should be doing more implant surgery stuff when I don't do any. Yeah. And it looks so well, easy. Well, a little bit would be more than nothing. Though, yeah. Right? It's a yeah. But then is it profitable? Am yeah. I doing a good job if I'm only doing five a year um, and have all this inventory and the whole bit? I so am convinced tough. that implants are a little bit of a problem that way. People people sort of um, – my dad did a lot of – as a general dentist, did a lot of ortho. And, and so it made sense for him to have inventory of all the ortho stuff that he needed because he was doing a lot of cases. However, you take you go to these continuums and they sell you a package. Yeah. And you I've got more implants than I'm gonna place they're gonna expire, whatever that means, quote unquote expire before I ever place them all. I think all of them are twenty nineteen. I got and I probably got, I got fifty implants and I'll bet I've only placed ten of them. maybe I'll get there, but I mean it's all good, but it's it's also like for me I kinda have to judge my future my future uh performance on the past a little bit you know i haven't i somehow haven't gotten over my my fear of big surgery and cutting people's faces open and stuff like mm-hmm. that so uh and i know there were people that in dental school were perfectly comfortable with that and lo and behold they're doing a bunch of implants yep. in there so i mean there's a certain kind of i guess i need to just be okay with that for me it's all about predictability and, yeah and surgery and upper molar endo are unpredictable for me yeah. so i yeah. avoid those but yeah uh, well, i actually slowed up on placing implants after i started seeing the comb beam technology and how much we're probably missing every day. I know. So it just made me think, oh, God, I don't want to. I haven't had any problems, knock on wood, but I just, it, the, the potential's there every single day. Yeah, yeah. And, and I mean, I, I, the guys who have them, okay, so I'm always a little suspicious because when you buy a technology that, that, that you're making that monthly nut on it every, every month, you are not going to be willing to say this was the wrong decision i mean you almost double down on the fact that yep. you're like god i can't believe i did this so i better but that being said i have not talked to anyone with the cone beam that didn't say wow this is a game changer for my practice if only for the fact that the toothache you can't figure out what's going on doesn't nothing shows on a pa nothing you know yeah. and you're and, yeah. and then they say take a segmental area that with the cbct you're going to find something and a lot of times yep. you do so yeah, that was a big convincer for me today was seeing that um Seeing, okay, how many endodontic lesions uh, that are asymptomatic um, that may be causing some issues yeah. systemically, all yeah. those things, that adds up. You know, for me, no, tr- as they're trying to sell me on uh, doing better implant stuff, that's not going to work on me, but the other stuff yeah. does. So. You know, and it's so funny because I, I, to me, I want to go, how about I do an imaging center with people? But here's the thing it's just like, okay, why do I have a microscope in every room? Because if I have to think about it, I won't use it. Yeah. And the same thing, you know, if your patient has to go somewhere else to get it and they're going to send it to you and that sort of thing. So I'm be- – and, and honestly, the, the cost of the technology is coming down enough where it will make sense. In 10 years, that's going to be what everyone's pano is. I mean, everyone's yep. probably going to have yeah. one. I don't know if it will be as inexpensive as a pano, but, but let's be honest. The panos were – when my dad was first practicing, panos were a pretty exotic thing. Like, mm-hmm. uh, And so the technology is such that's what it's going to be eventually, I'm sure. But I, a lot of it's – I think the, I think the technology is there, I think – Spending that much money is still a big, uh, it's a big jump for some guys, me included. I, I'm the biggest tightwad here. So yeah, well, but, I, but I you're it. amongst friends, though, because yeah. <laughs> we're sitting in Tarun's booth. He yeah. admits to the yeah. fact that he's a cheapskate. I am. I am. I am for sure. It's, and I didn't used to be. I mean, I've, 
I'm still making payments on three different pieces of equipment that I thought, oh, oh, It'll I gotta, I gotta spend some money to avoid taxes. Oh yeah, that's which a good one. okay, yeah, I got that right off then, but I still yeah. got the payment I'm making. Yeah. And, <laughs> Yes, you, you did, did great, speak. man. We we, uh, we were talking about cheapskates. Yeah, we were talking. Dude, I was making fun of him. This guy's a liar. Yeah. You're talking yeah. about liars instead. Yeah. Oh no, he it's okay. Know how many visits it takes his patients to get done? No, my staff handles all that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but they can't. How do you even know if they're doing a good job? Um, because we're successful, Teru. Uh, well, well, he said he comes in successful. on he comes in on Saturdays now. Yeah, no, I, I will say outside of a few guys, I work less than anybody else here. I have figured out that I want to work three days, and if I can knock that from ten hours down to six, that will be really good. But, do it. So yeah, so I, I can see I, I got some things efficiency I'm and uh, production wise. I'm, I'm super yeah. jealous. I'm super jealous. So you guys saw Tarun speak. Twice yep. this weekend. Yes, okay. and he. Yeah, since I was up close, he got to pick on. He got to, of course he did. Of course oh, he yeah, did. He, he tore into him, but I would have. Exact, did, I would have had you, the same answers. Poor how, did you, how did you know? To, did you know Tarun? Um, yeah, way back when we were on the same email list with Generation Next. Okay. Group. Okay. Um, and you know. Bet you're glad you signed up for that now, aren't you? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, met him briefly then at a meeting or so, and. Yeah, that's how I kind of got. To I know met him a whole at Townie. I met him at Townie yeah. when I went to the Townie meeting. God, years ago. More, than, I mean, it's like fifteen years ago or something like that. I didn't really. I met him. He was running the meeting, so it wasn't like I talked with him or anything like that. But so I've only really gotten to know him since podcasting. I, I honestly think podcasting has sort of uh, got this intimate group of relatively tightly knit people. Yeah, I think a lot of us are going, you know, taking similar CE. To everyone else, similar, similar medications. Yeah, it's it's, yeah, exactly. But it is. It's just like I, the. So do you think? Do you think that's uh, on a from a marketing side that everybody just kind of oh well my friends are going to this or do you think it's uh, we have the same mind of uh, CE that we want to go to? It's a good question. I'm thinking to myself before this kind of stuff. How did I choose CE? Um, bef- like in the very beginning, I didn't choose CE. A lot of times, I just go to the Michigan meeting. Or I'd go to the Veteran Society meeting, and that's whoever they chose. They chose good people, but I didn't know. Yeah. And then I went on Dentaltown in 2002, and all of a sudden I started hearing what everyone else was doing, and so I was able to choose stuff from there. Now it's through podcasts where, I mean, I'm really, shoot, I get to talk to the guys yeah. before I ever go take their course and stuff. So, it, I mean, it, it's like you kind of got to use. But I like the fact that these guys will come on a podcast and be themselves a little bit. I really do. Mm-hmm. I like that. It uh, means a lot to me. It means a lot to me. And, frankly, when I hear people that are that are sort of in our little tribe talking about a product, I'm interested. What about that freaking? Um, uh, okay, so the company—I don't even know. It was my my rep for uh, Carl Schumacher. Carl Schumacher. <laughs> Sorry, I knew it was coming. <laughs> Carl Schumacher. Um, he brought me in some samples of this this company called Itena, and 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 he brought a, just Wait, a bunch I- of stuff. I lost track when you said samples. Sample, yeah. <laughs> what? How do well, I get some? <laughs> so, so, so there was. I think there were some composite polishers. There might have even been composite. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't. I got a lot of samples, and I only used the temporary cement. And it is the best temporary cement I've ever used. It is. It's called Dento Temp. It's from this French company. You go to the website, and you have to pick English. It's French normally, and then you have to change it to English. So this is a super French company. And it's, it is literally, it's the best temporary cement you've ever used in your entire life. It's unreal. It's, a, it's like a watered-down polycarboxyl. It's like Duralon, but it's sort of watered-down, and it's got an auto mix. Oh. It is, it, you, you take the temporary off. First off, you have to wrestle to get it off. It, it stays really well. But the tissue looks like, 
looks like it's had a gentle lavage with Ooh. chlorhexidine. It's just, it's so, so good. And um, lavage, that's French, right? Yeah, okay. lavage. It's perfect. a French. You see what I did there? I, I, see? Perfect. So, yeah. So kind of like douching. Yeah, it is much. <laughs> yeah. Sort of. Yeah, sort of. If, if you want to look at it that way. Um, <laughs> so, so uh, this company, I talked about it on the podcast. Like, God, yep. a year, two years ago, something like that. Uh, weeks later, I get a call from someone from Itena going, "Who are you? Who are?" So all these apparently people listen to me raving about this stuff, and went and started looking for it and like in a way they've got this little you know they'd love me to use uh, they love me to talk about their other sure. stuff i only use their temporary cement yeah. really well but the reality <laughs> is is like that's it's only because it really works for me well and then other people tried it and they go on the dental hack stations this stuff is the best and it's really funny it's like it's not that you know uh, some dental guru is holding it and smiling and say try this it's that like a guy who's not all that good but, you know, does some dentistry and talks about it yeah. or whatever. It says this is the greatest stuff ever. And it really it brings credibility, I feel like. Oh, and so you're you saying s- you haven't sold out yet for the big money I, on all the other products. I, I have not yet. <laughs> I have not yet. I mean, I will say anything that we market on, on either this show or the Dental Hacks, it's all stuff that we use already, yeah. you know. Yeah. So it's that, that part. If anyone's ever, I've never really talked about it. I, I, I think we're pretty transparent about that stuff. But, I mean. Clearly, the whole BioClear thing made perfect sense because I'm like I'm like a raving fanatic of that product. I think it's the greatest thing ever. So it makes sense that I yeah. talk about it every yep. week. On you know, and I've, that's all I use for the posterior stuff now. It's isn't it just great. isn't it just the greatest yeah. thing ever? You don't use the idea. I don't, but I'm probably going to have to. It's because you're cheap and you have to buy some stuff for BioClear. I, they work better than any of the other metal sectionals. Yep. So why not? There, it's it's a more like the process. It's a little more expensive sectional yeah. wise. I, I never even look at that yeah. at this point because it's like. Particularly, the, the contacts are so much closer to real anatomy. I love it. I love I, it. I had just got my shipment in of new uh, wedges, and then I dropped one on the floor. And normally, I'd just kick it off to the side, yeah. but I really thought about picking it up and using it I in know, the mouth. I know, right? Yeah, they it's, are. Expensive. They're, they're expensive, worth it. But that's that's the, that's the best thing when, you're, when your assistant um, actually knocks the entire box. And they just... Uh, oh. That's one thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, we put uh, it in a very safe place at the back of the op where it uh, can't really get knocked away. I feel, like, I feel like we should have some kind of like a, like the box should have two separate keys, like like nuclear codes or something like that. Just so yep. <laughs> The football. Exactly. But, you know, um, the one thing, the design requires this. Have you noticed that they have uh, uh, static electricity? Oh, Those yeah. Those bastards stick together like crazy. Yeah. That's a and it's it's issue. annoying because you never even know like they really you could yeah. pick up five so and it looks like two one. three five at a time yeah. so that was one Ooh. thing my staff has gotten smart about for me is they pre-select ahead of time before yeah. we open up anything else they've got yep my matrix my out there two. because they'll have three or four and they can put them back they actually put still, it in a locking yeah. pliers yeah. and just leave it there yeah. until I'm ready for it because the reality is, is that they're invisible like yeah. <laughs> as soon as as soon as it's not you know you're looking for it and. Just like it was classic, I bought some uh, when I bought the delivery units for the new office. We got kind of a faux Corian kind of. Uh, it looks almost like a granity kind of thing. I'm like this really looks sharp. This is quality. You're finally getting some decent equipment. And I don't know what they called that color. I think they should call it Crown and Bridge Camouflage. Anything it's called BioClear. Yeah, exactly. Anything you set on this thing blends in perfectly. You know, like every crown you're trying to cement, you uh-huh. put it in there, it just freaking disappears. Yeah. Story of my life. BioClear, same story. Those things will. If yeah. you don't know exactly where it is, it's gone. It's yeah, for sure. But you probably have like twelve of them on there right now. But <laughs> it would be interesting to it would be interesting to see how BioClear's sales have done since you guys started talking about it. Yeah, I, guarantee it's been a I pretty think, good. I think bump pretty for good. Them. I think pretty good. Jeremy has said that it's been good for them. 
And um, my thing with BioClear, and it is interesting, we've talked about this, there's literally not enough courses for the need. Like, yeah. they fill those courses. Oh, yeah. In, like, I, you know, like, like you're, it's a waiting yep. list. And so they're looking to try and get more instructors so they can actually do more courses. It's, it's, uh, I will say, though, did you go to Tacoma when you took them? No. No. I haven't taken Oh, you haven't taken it? Okay, okay. No. But honestly, the videos are really good. Yeah, so that's what it's I've great to do the hands-on. You yeah. will learn some tips, but you don't have to do that because, frankly, his, his office is perfect for, I mean, he's got just got tons of operatories. Half of them have microscopes if you're into that. But, but like, their, their hands-on is done right in his office. It's really good. But um, there's not enough courses for everyone. Yeah. It's just like people who want to do it. That's what I'm hearing. What's that? That's what I'm hearing in, in the in of course, you want the the main man teaching you, but I'm yeah. pretty sure they're going to have to train people so they can do more of yeah, courses. Yeah, yeah. Artie Volker is, is probably going to be uh, – they'd love to do uh, BioClear East, but, you know, to be honest, you almost need an office like Dave's to yeah. do it. Got to have the full um, setup. You, you need to have someone who's really committed to the idea of BioClear and has a gigantic office. We thought about doing it in my office. My office is too small. I don't have enough operatories. I have the microscopes. I just don't have the operatories. So it's any, in any case – it's it's a cool technology. I'm a big fan, obviously. Yep. And, and, um, so with that being said, are you throwing any promo codes out or coupons or discounts? You know, actually, or okay, how, the dental is hacks. Is that still a The dental a hacks thing? in September, if, uh, yes, if you call. It, it'll be on the website one eight, link. 1-855-71-CLEAR and you order. You have to do it by phone. It's not a web order. If you order their BioFit HD kit. Which is the full kit? I don't. It's. I mean, it's pretty expensive, but it's got all the pieces. It's got. Mm-hmm. I think it's got two twin rings. It's got all the different. I mean, it's got the whole kit. Um, and you mentioned the dental hack sent you till the end of September. You get uh, a free set of their new their new premolar matrices, which are freaking awesome. And you get an extra twin ring, which is like a two hundred dollar. I mean, the twin ring alone is like two hundred bucks. So, so uh, it's a pretty good deal. If you, if I mean, you're buying the kit, so you're kind of committing to the idea. But yeah, so if you tell them that the dental hack sent you. Um, that's not an Allen Mead experience one technically, but I'll I'll let it I'll let yeah. it slide, you know. And you've talked about this before, but those rings are amazing at how much better they stay clean as compared to yes. any of the others. It's that not get perfect. All the crap it's not perfect, but it's good. Yeah. You know that is so. Fun. The, the best part about the Dental Hacks Nation seeing people do posterior composites, their rings have a bunch of shit on them too. Yeah. <laughs> Makes me my so my rings have a bunch of <laughs> shit on them. <laughs> it's unreal. It doesn't come off. It's, yeah. But it's sterile. I w- <laughs> it's ster- it is. You know. Sterile dirty. It's, um, dirty sterile? Yeah. What, what is the... Uh, welcome to my life. So, okay, so this is really good. Jason dirty Smithson. Sterile. Jason Smithson was talking about how he keeps his, his rings so clean. And um, he told me to uh, take, you t- take a silicone sealer spray, spray it on your, on your rings. And um, don't do that. Jason, you're wrong. Or maybe, maybe at you least you bought for, the wrong kind. Well, maybe, maybe <laughs> so slippery. It oh yeah. Stand up. Zing, zing, zing. <laughs> so so I mean, like he also then admitted that yes, he actually sandblasts them. So ah. see, he does sandblast them. It's, so what you're saying is you don't get anything on it because they they get, they pop off and go across. Yeah, the room. Yeah, you actually never never, again, never use so. it. So exactly. there are clean, and they really will do that. They really will go across the yeah. room. It's like good thing you got eye protection. Yeah, on. seriously, seriously. I don't know. You wedge that in a patient's eye. They're not going to notice. No big right? deal. No, no big no, deal. No. <laughs> you see how long we've been going here. I'm, I'm, uh, oh, wow. We're, we're, we're moving along. It's cool. So um, I guess we should wrap wrap up uh, this Allen Mead experience from the floor of the Dense Glycerona World 2017. Pretty cool meeting. Are you yes. guys going to the concert tonight or no? I am. You are? Um, You're a good man. 
Yeah, been trying to listen on Pandora to yeah. know, them a little bit Those all week, trying kids. to I'm, act like I know I've the music. i to a couple right. of the songs yeah. and like, yeah, but you know what? I'm an old fart, so what are yeah. you going to do? I'm right there with you. Everyone keeps telling me I need to go, and they know all about them, but I, I can't believe I don't know. Ever since my twins came along, I couldn't tell you who's good, who's bad. If they really wanted to get you know the right demo- demographic, they might have done like, Get like a legacy hair band from the oh, 80s yeah. that would be like, you know. So like I went to a meeting one time. They had uh, the lead singer from Deep Purple. Nice. Was, uh, Which one was it? With the band. So that was Generation was da- X way back. It wasn't uh, David Coverdale, was it? No. He, he was with Deep Purple. That was that was the guy from uh, Whitesnake. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, so the. <laughs> so it was guys, guys from that group. So Mike Maroon sure, and uh, sure. Ray Voller and some yeah. of those guys uh, uh, all played in a band that they put together, and they would practice for the week leading into the And the, the guy meeting. from Deep Purple showed and, up to sing yeah, with Yeah, one them. of their patients was the guy from Deep Purple. Oh, my gosh. So he came, and it was awesome. That's a pretty cool yeah. connection. And that's he brought with him, I think it was his the drummer same or somebody. Yeah. yeah. That's that's pretty bold. That, now, that's pretty bold. He did. You know, he was like 35, and he looked 80. But Yeah. Yeah, I know. That, that's so true. Wow. Eh, rock and roll and dentistry. Yeah, so That's they should have brought, you know, maybe Eddie Money. There you go. Eddie Money. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> oh, wait. You, you forgot to you got to bring up Will Smith. Yeah. Will Smith well, was I, pretty good. I, I didn't oh, see weren't. Oh, you weren't there, yeah. but Will Smith, Will Smith made an appearance here. I uh, was interviewed, and the guy did an awesome job. Yeah. The guy is more down to earth than I ever imagined for a, a celebrity. Did he talk about dentistry at all? Um, Not really. Not, uh, the, a few Tiny jabs, but not yeah. as much as I was expecting. From Simon Smith. Sinek barely worked it in yeah. there either, too. He, he, and had, I, to, I he had to put in a lot of effort to get that yeah, in. Yeah, I get it. I think I that's code it. for they already cast a check. Yeah. The, the, best, <laughs> <laughs> the best part from Will Smith, I thought, was he was talking about uh, how, he'd, um, gone, how he got involved in rap and how he wanted to do it. And so he was every young rap star, a rap kid who was 12, 13 years old, had their little uh, journal that they kept their their rap They're, songs yeah, in. Kept their lyrics in, that's and, right. And he says, so you never want your grandma to find your rap journal. Oh, I'll no. bet. I'll bet. Oh, my gosh, that's funny. So well, he she was, made him go clean with all his words for the first album. He was squeaky clean, though. He yeah. was squeaky clean, and actually that was the difference. Between, yep. If you guys have ever uh, a podcast I'm going to recommend. Evidently his journal wasn't clean. Yeah. yeah. But his just, music was. His music yeah. was because grandma made him. Because grandma made yeah. him. Yeah. So if, if you haven't heard the podcast Mogul from uh, – it's basically the – the life and times of Chris Lighty, who was a big rap promoter, and and, and uh, he, he died actually committed suicide. Long story short, but it's probably one of the best podcasts I've ever heard. And it talks about the early days of rap. It was it was really good, mind you. I mean, I wasn't really into that, but I was just it was fascinating. And I know Will Smith was right there in the middle of it. Yep. So it was very cool. All right, you guys, I'm going to wrap it up. Thank you guys a ton for 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 doing this with me. Oh, I, I literally did not have an episode for Monday, and I was going to have to come up with something. And lo and behold. You guys filled it for me. Excellent. So, oh, Dr. We'll, we'll Craig, stay long enough if you want a Tuesday one. That's right. Tuesday, another Wednesday. We'll do another one sure. on Wednesday. <laughs> we could skip the concert tonight, Alan. There, we'll just sit right yeah. here the whole time. We'll fill the whole schedule. <laughs> well, again, thanks a lot for being on the show, and we will talk to you again soon. Hey, listen, if you, uh, if you go to iTunes and leave me a review, I would love you forever. Um, questions or comments about this or any other episode, Alan, A-L-A-N, at the Alan Meet Experience.com, and we will catch you next week.